0: Wishing my heart would start sailing. In our hips with the hosters. I'd be looking right fine on a poster. Wanted by the law, but the laws don't abide in me. It's always a care, boy. I'll be out of here. Well, they free. Rolling around. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is me. Your host for another great episode of Political Theater, it is I, Charles Nash, here with you on the Dark Night. Mike, as always, I've got Amanda, excuse me, Miranda Lambert here with If I Was a Cowboy. I, I decided to switch it up a little bit, folks. I I I listen to all different types of music, so you know what. It's a newer song. I enjoy listening to this song, so I figured that would be our intro for today's show. Now, I have got a lot of news, and folks, I have to start off the show. I, I have to apologize to all of my listeners. Um, I, I told everybody that I was going to be here for a special show on Mother's Day. Um, unfortunately, that didn't happen. I got pushed till today, Monday. Um, honestly, what had happened folks is I have been under the weather. Uh, I have, I have been sick here for about the last week, week and a half. And, uh, I've been seeing my doctor. Um, not, I, I, I normally don't talk about my medical conditions and things or, or things that I have going on with me. Normally I'm, I'm pretty healthy, but. I'm going to go ahead and just tell everybody, here a couple years back, um, I had the beginning stages of prostate cancer, and this has been about three and a half years ago, and it it was a rough time for me, I got over it and through it, but every once in a while, uh, I have really bad flare-ups, or I I end up getting an, an infection and when it when i get this and it happens to me i'm in a severe amount of pain and it it, it puts me down i have no energy and i i just am not well and i had a i've, I've had a flare-up i've not been feeling good here the last week and a half so i i went and seen my family physician i'm having some testing done uh, matter of fact i had some tests done today um, over at Smith Clinic here in, in Marion. And uh, I'm no reason to be concerned. I'm just making sure everything is okay with me. Um, <clears throat> but I want to let everybody know that's why I was not here yesterday on Mother's Day. I was just not not feeling well. And um, so I, I pushed it off to today. But I am here. I feel much better. Um, I'm ready to go. So we're going to get right into The news and I have got a lot to talk about. The very first thing that I'm going to talk about is what is dominating the news cycle and all of the drive-by media and particularly the left side, the far left, the crazy or the crazies as I like to call them and the drive-by media. And if you haven't guessed what I'm about to talk about for the first part of the show i i talked about this a little bit last week i'm talking about how the left has come unhinged with the whole issue going on with the supreme court and the most likely overturning of roe versus way and i'm going to tell you the <laughs> they have lost their minds folks And I've got many news articles, and by the time I get done with this, you're going to see how crazy the left has become. So the very first article that I want to talk about, this comes from Newsmax. The title of it is Schumer, which would be Senator Chuck Schumer, Senate to Vote Wednesday on Pro-Abortion Bill. It says the U.S. Senate will vote on legislation to codify abortion rights into law on Wednesday in reaction to the leaked draft decision indicating the Supreme Court is poised to overturn its landmark 1973 Roe versus Wade ruling. <clears throat> it says Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said on Sunday, He said, every American will see how every Senator and where they stand. Schumer said during a news conference with state leaders in New York, he said, Republicans can't duck anymore. Republicans have ducked and tried to duck this issue for many weeks now. He said the the Democrat said, this was again, Chuck Schumer, he will file closure on Monday And the 100-seat chamber will vote on the bill on Wednesday. Schumer called the draft decision an abomination, noting that a majority of Americans want to preserve the right to have an abortion and women's health care. He said choice should should not be up to a handful of wing justices. Choice should not be up to a handful of right-wing justices politicians. It's a women's right. Plain and simple, Chuck Schumer said. Now, why did I read this article right off the bat? Well, fact of the matter is I I touched on this last week. Does everyone see now how the Democrats are all screaming? Now they know what the definition of a woman is. Now they can tell you that, well, a woman has this right. I loved how in this article, Chuck Schumer perfectly points his finger at every Supreme Court conservative justice, every Republican, and every conservative there is. He groups them all into one. Do you see how the Democratic Party, especially with Chuck Schumer, has automatically just lobbed everyone into the same category. They have now, just like they did with the whole movement against police, defunding police, now they're doing the same thing now with the whole issue with abortion rights. The same group of individuals who, like I said and pointed out, when I said last week, the proof is in the pudding, The same individual the same individuals in their party who elect people who don't want to fight for women's rights can't tell you what a woman is can't tell you what her rights are by definition but now all of a sudden they found a hot button topic and they're all for all for women's rights And I have another article just to show you and I want to read it to you so you can hear it just where I'm coming from on this again. This one is from The Hill and I kept this article here for the last two days for this show today because I want again reinforce exactly my comments and with what I'm making. Remember how I said I told everybody just like Rush Limbaugh used to say the Democratic Party will not throw away any opportunity to cause a problem. They they when they see an issue when they see something that's really not even an issue but they'll make it an issue they're they're not they're not going to throw that opportunity to make it something even bigger. As I would like to say a mountain Out of a molehill and when I tell you that they can't even really even they don't support women women's rights they can't give you a definition what a woman is hell half the time the Democratic Party wants to say well look at look at men and, and women's sports now transgenders they won't even fight and stand up for women In sports they can't give you the definition of of what a woman is by sex and science definition but man are they all for women's abortion rights now well I can tell you why and I alluded to this last week it's because of the midterm elections in November and here is a great example I have an article here from The Hill the title of the story here of the article. Democrats make fate of Supreme Court a midterm issue after Roe leak. And it's a perfect example of what I'm talking about. It says Democrats on the campaign trail are sounding the alarm about being able to hold control of the Senate and with it their ability to confirm Supreme Court justices. That's a big one right there, folks, because, see, they want to do away with the filibuster. That way, the Democratic Party can stack the Supreme Court justice. They want to widen the number. I'm not the only one reporting this. This has been said for weeks and months and over a year now. But that is their main goal. And I guess my point that I'm trying to make is, Let's say, let's say they succeed. Let's say the Democratic Party succeeds and they do away with the filibuster. And we start appointing, instead of nine justices, we put 16 in there. Well, hell, why do we even stop there? Let's put 21 or 50. It gets to a point where I want to ask the individuals in all of these parties, especially the Democratic Party. What the hell difference does it make on how many people you put on the Supreme Court? You're going to pack the court. Let, let's say you succeed and you pack the court with even more people. Do you not think we're going to have even more dysfunction? Because then you go to an even bigger number of individuals trying to interpret the law as they stand in the United States and the Constitution. What do you think it's going to achieve? And not only that, you start adding in even more. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen right now, folks the separations of power between each branch of government, we already see the dysfunction in Washington right now. If you go back to when our founding fathers set up the powers to be for government and the branches, the different branches, and you see how big government has got right now, We have so many people for the House and the Senate, it's not funny. And let me ask my listeners, or if you're a first time listener listening in, I I wanna ask this. I'm actually gonna make this a a, a poll question, I think, through Spotify. With all of the dysfunction, with all these members, these senators that we have in the House and the Senate, And all the seats that we have added or we keep adding to to Congress. Has it become easier, folks? No, it hasn't. It's become even harder to get things done. There's no gridlock. There's no bipartisan understanding between each other. It has become party versus party, and that's it. If anything, it's caused more damage than it has good. And you want to add more people to the Supreme Court? What do you think is going to happen with that? More numbers does not not equal a positive. If anything, it's going to make it a negative. Because you're going to have more conflicting bodies trying to understand law and how it's supposed to be interpreted. So at that point, you have to ask yourself, so so why stop at 16? Why not go 21, 50, 100? You're going to have a dysfunctional outcome any way you go. But I think that's the Democratic Party's stance. They They want to destroy this country from inside. Continuing on with this article, It says Democrats are facing an torrential threat to their paper-thin Senate majority in this year's midterm. They warn that if another Supreme Court vacancy comes up, and a Republican Senate majority would almost certainly doom the prospects of any nominee that President Joe Biden puts forward. Well, of course, look at the last one. No disrespect to Miss Jackson, but again, <laughs> she's a woman and she can't even give a definition of what a woman is or a woman's rights. And yet all these people are up in arms screaming about abortion rights. The same people that applauded Ms. Jackson said, yeah, we agree with her. We agree full Why is everyone making a big deal about this? So we can't define what a woman and woman's rights are. Does anyone see the asinine? The, the, the audacity and that, and that whole logic behind that. The same people who say they can't give you a definition or a meaning or a term or what a woman's rights are now are fighting for them tooth and nail. It's it's just, it astounds me, the stupidity that I see reported on the drive-by media and how these people who are elected officials are acting. They've lost their damned minds. It reminds me of someone saying, you have diabetes, sir, you can't eat cake. And they go to their family and they say, yeah, I have diabetes. I can't have sweets. I can't have cake anymore. And then they turn around and they start eating cake saying, well, this is delicious. I I still feel that I can have this. After they were just told they can't have it. That's the Democratic Party right now. And again, this article, I don't even need to go through this whole article. I wanted to give the brief touch base with it, basically, to show people I'm wanting to reinforce what I'm, what I'm explaining here. And this article by the Hill was a perfect example. This is all about a power struggle. That's it. I'm going to tell everybody right now, if, if it was November right now, and we were getting ready to go in the elections, And let's say the Democrats hold on to the Senate. How much would you keep hearing from the Democratic Party about abortion rights? You ain't going to hear a thing. They don't give a damn, folks. They don't care about you. And I have been saying this from the beginning. They do not care. This is all about power or losing power. They don't want to lose it. So they are fighting tooth and nail, trying to pick up anything that they can turn into a hot button issue and try to convince everybody that they are behind and have always been behind when the fact of the matter is they're not behind anybody but themselves. Just a perfect example from this article from The Hill. then you have then you have other prime democratic senators like i've got here in my next article this is from fox news remember everyone does everyone remember elizabeth warren famous for her her nickname that donald trump gave her pocahontas you know how she came out and said she was indian come to find out it was a big lie we all knew it was a big lie Well, Pocahontas is making news again. This time, it's on Fox News. Title of the article, Warren Pushes to Eliminate Filibuster over Roe versus Wade. Says she's madder than hell. I chuckled at this. I I had to share this just because it's Elizabeth Warren. And she is, she's something. I I can't use the words to describe her over the air here, but she is something, that's for sure. So I'm going to read it here. It uh, It says, Senator Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts said on Thursday that Democrats cannot allow the filibuster to block their intended legislation ensuring Roe versus Wade. It says the senator has described herself as madder than hell over the Supreme Court's leaked draft decision overturning the abortion rights case. Warren was quoted on saying right-wing extremists have hijacked the Supreme Court of the United States. This is what she said on Wednesday. After a public rally against uh, against the leaked decision, she said, we must basically saying this to the Supreme Court rebalance the Supreme Court and defend our basic rights including the constitutional right to an abortion now i was i was laughing at this and i wanted to share this with everybody this is the same woman who claimed she was an indian this is the same woman who has went out on a limb many a times and said that she was madder than hell and that she was fighting for a certain right or a bill for the American people and what does she always do? When she finds out that someone cuts her to the quick, she tucks her tail and runs or it becomes a completely different story of what she originally was focusing on and and went went to the the news media about and complained about. So Elizabeth Warren here, she's she's saying she's madder than hell. She's mad at the leaked documents from the Supreme Court over the overturn of Roe versus Wade. And you know what I find funny about this? Where is Elizabeth Warren been for the last 15 years? If you're hearing crickets, that's because, folks, She's she's she hasn't been anywhere. She hasn't been fighting for women's rights. She's not out there beating the streets. She's not out there trying to put bills in order to protect women's rights. She hasn't done anything for women. Look at her record. She's done nothing. But here we are, going into the midterms in November of this year. We're already in May. And what's Elizabeth Warren doing? Well, she's madder than hell. She's madder than hell over women's rights with abortion. It's funny, we have heard nothing, and I mean nothing, out of Elizabeth Warren. Now all of a sudden, knowing that the elections are around the corner, knowing that the Democratic Party in which she stands for is in trouble and the tide has turned with Silicon Valley, with the power struggle within the House and the Senate teetering to the red, well, Elizabeth Warren has to get right back out there And she's got to start running her mouth again. And this time she's reared her ugly head. Where? Well, the debate for abortions. Well, I'm a woman. I'm madder than hell. I'm out here. I've been for this. She hasn't been for anything. She has not fought for a single thing for women's rights. For anyone who doesn't who doesn't agree with me on that, if you like Elizabeth Warren, please go look up Elizabeth Warren's Senate record. Name one thing that she's done for women. I mean actually done for women. And for women's rights. For the women's movement. Name one thing. You won't find it. You will not find anything for women's rights, or for women, with Elizabeth Warren. But yet, here she is, front and center. I seen that article, and I just, I I chuckled. And I thought, here they come. They're coming out of the woodwork again. Now, I've got some other articles here on the same subject matter. Great one before we go to break here that I I want to talk with with everybody this was a great one this was from Fox News same thing right here article title says Pelosi fires back at Newsom that's Governor Newsom of California criticism of Dem party says abortion rights are constant fight see here we go again this was a great example Governor Newsom, well, you know what, before I even get into that, I'll read it here. It says, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi fired back at Democratic California Governor Gavin Newsom's criticism of his party on Sunday, which was on Mother's Day yesterday, saying she has been fighting for decades for abortion rights in Congress and that anyone who says otherwise is unaware of the fight It says, during an appearance on Face the Nation, Pelosi was asked to respond to, Newsom's, to Newsom, who blamed his own party for being too passive of abortion issue after the leaked Supreme Court draft opinion threatening to overturn Roe versus Wade. See, here you go. This is exactly what I'm talking about again. Why am I bringing this up? Because it's reinforcing exactly what I'm talking about. How many years has Senator... Pelosi, how many years has she been a senator, re-elected, re-elected, and re-elected, and what has she done for women's rights? You're going to hear crickets again. That's just it. And now you have people within her own party. Even questioning her. And of course, what was her her witty comeback here? Well, they're just, anyone who says otherwise that I fight for women's rights, well, they're just unaware of that fight. We're unaware of the fight, Pelosi, because of the simple fact you've been here since the Stone Age, and you've done nothing for women's rights. What have you done? Honestly, what has she done? You were house speaker multiple times. What have you done for women's rights? And the answer to that question is nothing. But yet when here we are, here we are, when a hot button topic comes up, now all of a sudden, We have to spring in the action. The Democratic Party is there for you, fighting for your women's rights for an abortion. My question again, where the hell have you been? Where the hell have you been year after year? It doesn't even have to be over an abortion or abortion rights. It could be anything that has to do with women's rights. What have you done You've done nothing. I am 29 minutes in here to the top of the show. I have to take my first commercial timeout from, I think, local first businesses. Stay tuned right here on the hot button here of the show. We will be right back. Looking for innovative and professionalism when it comes to the residential and commercial construction Well, if I got the company for you folks, America's Pioneer Construction. With over 25 years of building and management experience, Pioneer Construction is the leader in craftsmanship and creativity through construction. Started in 1995 by a master carpenter and craftsman, the company has grown and evolved with the reputation of construction known for trust, knowledge, and integrity. From custom-built homes to renovations, Pioneer provides superior customer service and satisfaction in the areas of general contracting, construction management, design and build, planning, and complete project management through the whole construction process. So if you're looking for a dependable and knowledgeable company to get your dream project off the ground, call Pioneer Construction Company. Located in Mount Gelliod, Columbus and the Cincinnati, Ohio areas, or you can drop them a message at Pioneer Construction nineteen seventy-five JB3 at gmail dot com or scroll through their website at pioneerconstruction.us for more information. You won't be sorry that you did, folks. Time. A word we take for granted. As the years pass by, so does one's age. Families and loved ones share memories and moments. Many times, as loved ones pass on, they bequeath antiques from their past that end up carrying on into the future through their loved ones as antique items are handed down through generation to generation. Friends, if you're someone like me, Antiques are a way to pass along one story onto the next generation. And maybe that's why my friends at the On the Square Antiques specialize in just that antiques. Located in downtown Mount Gilead, Ohio, On the Square Antiques feature fine antiques, collectibles, furniture, Grand Millennial, Granny Chick artwork and very nice jewelry store hours are Wednesday through Saturday 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Sunday 12 to 4 p.m. they arrange payments very easily and you can pick up at your own convenience or shipping options are available for more information check out their Facebook page on on the square antiques or you can message them at onthesquareantiques at yahoo.com, or even by phone, area code 614-330-6322. And as they always say, happy antiquing. Hello there ladies and gentlemen it's me again Charles Nash your host from political theater when you wake up in the morning you're tired you're trying to fumble around the bedroom find your way down the stairs into your kitchen and what's the one thing you want to do you want to get woke up well that's where I have a problem in the morning I try to find the best coffee that I possibly can The regular things off the store shelves just don't work for me. But I found a coffee and a company that does. It's called Black Rifle Coffee. Now, Black Rifle Coffee is made and owned by veterans here in the United States. They serve a premium coffee. The coffee is imported from highly qualified coffee beans from Colombia and Brazil. They're roasted for five days at their facilities in Manchester, Tennessee and Salt Lake City, Utah. They have some of the best coffee that you can imagine. One cup and even a half a cup gets me woke up in the morning. And I've got enough energy to carry me through the rest of the day. So I'm here to tell you about Black Rifle Coffee. You can go online to blackriflecoffee.com, order from their webpage, They will ship it to your house directly. They've got several different kinds of roasts. And again, some of the best coffee you'll ever have. That's Black Rifle Coffee. And if you don't want to believe me or take my word for it, go to their website. You can get a free trial yourself and taste the magic in their coffee. Again, that's Black Rifle Coffee. Try it. Need an outside cleaning? Better call ProSelect. House siding, brick or exterior dirtied or mildewed? Better call ProSelect. Deck looking dingy or yellowed? Better call ProSelect. How about gutter stains or window smudges? You better call ProSelect. ProSelect Exterior Cleaning and Services. For more information or to schedule a free estimate, call 740-504-8311 or visit their website at ProSelect LLC or Facebook. Email them at ProSelect.es at gmail.com for more information. Stress, headaches, and long hours at work. That pain in your lower back that just won't go away. Day after day, week after long week. You for once wish you could be pampered. Get some feeling of relaxation you've long deserved. Well, I'm happy to announce you can. And it's easy, affordable, and just a click or phone call away. When life has taken away my relaxation, I check into the Tailored Massage Therapy and Wellness. Located at 6174 Commerce Drive, Suit E in Mount Gilead, Ohio. Tailored massage, therapy, and wellness offer a wide variety of services, including relaxation massage, therapeutic deep tissue massage, cupping, hot stones, prenatal massage, facials, facial waxing and cupping, eyebrow tinting and eyelash lifting, CBD muscle mender, and even aromatherapy. They are a five-star rated business. Operating hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. For more information, check out their Facebook page or tailoredmassagetherapyandwellness.com. You can also contact them by email at tailoredmassagewellness@gmail.com, at or by phone, area code five six seven. Two, three, three, thirty-two, eighty-eight. Science. And we are back here, ladies and gentlemen, coming into the second half of the show here, and I'm going to go ahead and get right back into the swing of things. We were talking about the leaked Supreme Court Justice Roe versus Way overturn memo. Um, I have, I was going through and telling everybody about the different senators within the Democratic Party who are just coming out of the woodwork. Just coming out of the woodwork now saying, oh, we're, we're here. We've always been here for a fight for women's rights. The last one I was talking about was Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi has been around for years and years and years and years. And yet, what has she done for women? Absolutely nothing. But she's here. She's been fighting the fight. How dare you? Gavin Newsom. Or anyone else, how dare you, even if it's in within your own party, the Democratic Party, how dare you question her? Or any other member who say they have not been fighting for women, women's suffrage and women's rights. That's that's Nancy Pelosi. Now, speaking, speaking of issues going on, with this whole Roe versus Way leet memo overturn here. I've got another article here. This is from MSNBC. Fox News did a spoof on them. Uh, there was a, a guest on their show on MSNBC. I guess it was, well, excuse me, I guess it was an anchor, a guest anchor. And she was just talking crazy about how she's with the whole she's she's on board with abortions need to be legalized everywhere. We need to do away with the Supreme Court justices who are voting against Roe v.ersus Wade. That if she got pregnant, if she got pregnant today, this was this host that she would have an abortion right out the door. I'm, I'm not kidding. This article, you, you could see it on MSNBC. Fox, like I said, spoofed them on this. Article title here, it says, MSNBC guest wants to make sweet love to Supreme Court leaker. Joyful about abortus of fetus if she got pregnant. I'm not making this up. I seen this today and I'm like, good Lord. And I even watched it. You could watch the actual segment with this woman. Um, She needs help. But I'm going to read the article here. It says MSNBC host uh, Eamon, I can't even pronounce her last name, Mayaland, found it hysterical on Sunday. Again, Mother's Day yesterday. How ironic. When a guest declared she wanted to make sweet love to whoever leaked a draft decision indicating the Supreme Court could overturn Roe versus Wade and joyful abort a fetus pregnancy. I'm reading this here, right? I mean, and I've seen the video. This lady is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. This is the leaked opinion draft sparked panic among Democratic, Democratic po- protesters against the Supreme Court when it was published by Politico last week over the potential overturning of Roe versus Way. It says, while many progressives are happy the draft was leaked, an MSNBC guest took things a f- step further. The host here said, I would like to find out who the speaker is so I can make sweet love to that person because that person is a hero in my book. The guest, uh, Laura uh, Kilmerton, I guess is her name, said, prompting laughter from MSNBC's many hosts. Says a lot of people are saying the leaker could be a conservative. If the leaker is a Republican, And if I get pregnant during our lovemaking, I will joyfully abort the fetus. Kilmerton added, isn't that just ridiculously crazy and just this person's wacko. Number one, I don't know. And in my mind, if you're going to sit there and just say you're going to get pregnant to abort a child you you need to go seek help I mean that's it's it's not even a topic to even laugh about I, I I I honestly folks I really do I wonder what the world is coming to nowadays some of the individuals and the things that come out of their mouths and this is supposed to be a journalist uh, 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 yeah she's a journalist and she's sitting here gleefully going on about making love to whoever the leaker is and if they're a republican or conservative and if she would get pregnant after having sex with them she would just go having an abortion now why what what is so funny about that there is nothing funny about it the topic isn't funny the fact that you're, you're making light or a joke about things that women do every day or men converse with women to get them to go out and have an abortion. You think that that's hilariously funny. It's not. That's a loss of life. I wouldn't understand why that's so hilarious. Even if you're trying to make it into some kind of comical joke about the republicans or a conservative i i'm lost what was so funny about this segment and you know i don't if someone wants to say to me well you're just come on it's dry humor i i don't find it funny that would be like the equivalent to me going out and making fun of someone that was molested or raped and making a joke There's nothing funny about either one of those things. Why would I do that? I would never do that. Why would you make a joke about abortion? But again, this is just, this is MSNBC. These are the people that they have on. And of all days to have this conversation, we have it on Mother's Day. And you know why they did that. MSNBC did that segment for one reason: to mock mothers, to mock people with pro-life, to mock the religious community. It even it goes way past folks, Republicans and conservatives. Way past. They were trying desperately. And they succeeded to piss people off in the religious community of all faiths because all religion is pro-life. There, <laughs> I don't know any church that's out there that promotes Christianity and the teachings of Jesus Christ who sits there and says, yep, abortion's It's great. It's great. God loves it. There's not anybody out there in the religious community that's going to sit there <laughs> or anyone that uh, that's in the Christian faith, especially if you're Catholic, that's going to sit there and go, yeah, we were all for abortions. God loves it. And that's what they were targeting. And it's the same thing. It was to make the public on Mother's Day, mothers who actually care about their children, work very hard every day to educate their children, take care of their children, work a job, and still maintain being a parent and a mother. It was a downplay at you as well. That's why they did that segment. I just wanted to share that as, as, as crazy as it was to see that, I'm glad that was on there because it gave people an opportunity to see exactly what the left-wing media, um, what what the drive-by media is all about, if you haven't figured it out. They're about lies, torment, and trying to destroy this country and erode it from within—that is their goal. There is nothing else that they do, and they proved—they prove the point even further with that segment. I mean, it's—it is—it it was a sick segment, but I—I I wanted to bring it up. Now, the last topic when it comes to this whole issue with the Supreme Court and Roe overturning Roe versus Wade. I have one more article that I want to share because I'm going to show you again how how the drive-by media is being so extreme with this push, this left agenda push, and the Democratic Party who says, well, now we care all about women, when it's not, this is all about trying to pick up numbers for November this article right here. Fox News. It says Pelosi, uh, excuse me here. It says Pelosi lands protesters or applauds protesters using righteous anger to march and mobilize as Supreme Court set to overturn Roe. In the article here, it says House Speaker, Nancy Pelosi, once again, Monday, eluded protesters and expressed righteous anger in the wake of a elite Supreme Court draft opinion that shows the court may be posed to overturn Roe versus Way. It says, this is what she said. She said, while we have seen and heard extraordinary anguish in our communities, Pelosi Democratic from California said we have been moved by how so many have channeled their righteous anger into meaningful action planning to march and mobilize to make their voices heard now why am I reading this article would you like to know where she's sending them and the Democratic Party is alluded to sending these righteous angry protesters well, right to the Supreme Court Justices' front doors. Good example. Last night, Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Now, Kavanaugh's house was so overwhelmed with protesters, it became violent and ugly. The news anchors that were there covering the footage and the story of the protesters outside his home, they even made, and this was from left-wing news network anchors, they even made the comment that it was getting extreme and violent and out of control, and they felt, they felt uneasy being there. And this is the exact thing here. These righteous, angry protesters that Nancy Pelosi is instructing to go out, make their voices be heard. It has nothing to do about making their voices heard. She, like many other Democrats, who are on the cusp of losing their power, well, this is their last trick pony play. I'm going to tell you what's going to end up happening someone's rather going to get severely injured or killed or both this is what happens when you have extremists at the helm pushing and I mean pushing for violence This is the same individuals and the same party who pushed all of the deadly riots. They weren't protests. I'm just going to go ahead and say all the riots all across the U.S. for Black Lives Matter. And the defund police movement. Now, you won't hear the drive-by media talk about this anymore. Why? Well, that's that's a story they don't want to talk about anymore. Because crime is up and has surged everywhere, especially in blue states. And if you look, what's happening to all of the blue states right now? Well, they're having to put millions of dollars in police funding back into law enforcement. Why aren't you hearing that on the news? And when you are, it's few and far between. Well, because they pushed that destructive agenda and look what it's led to now. And the same individuals that were behind that and behind the helm for that. Well, they're here as well. Pushing the same thing. And now they're pushing violence to go to the door of all of the conservative Supreme Court justices or any court justice. Any court justice, I might as well just say, who votes or has a hand in the potential overturn of Roe versus Wade. This is exactly what I'm talking about with the Democratic Party. I'm giving multiple examples, multiple examples of how this is the party of lies and deceit. Now, I know there's people out there that listen to me and they go, well, Mr. Nash, you know, the Republicans aren't better. Do you think they're all a bunch of truthful individuals? No, I'm not alluding to that at all. But, you know, I guess it's when it comes down to picking the less of two evils, I'm going to go with the party when I make a vote that's for law and order and actually is trying to keep how should i put this in the right the right wording i'm looking for here oh i don't know they push being sane not insanity they push law and order instead of chaos and death I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, folks. If if you look at the contrast between the two, <laughs> there's a big stark difference there. Which one are you going to look at and pick? Because I'm going to tell you right now which one that I'm going to pick. I'm going to go to the right. Now, if I was a drug dealer or a murderer, a thief, a con... Well, i would probably steer towards the democratic party because that's what they're that's what they're peddling and that's what they're pushing and they're turning a blind eye to everything that's going on in this country so the choice really isn't that hard to make but again i am trying to hammer home <laughs> and I, this is why I love going to these stories. It doesn't matter these articles. It doesn't matter what network they're from. cause even the networks that I don't trust, they are they're not hiding anything. They're blatantly throwing their dirty laundry out for everyone, and they're airing it to everyone. and you can see it. They're giving you play by play by play of what they're going to do and what they're doing. And just when you think that they've reached their new low, they top it. Like I said, look at the lady on MSNBC on Mother's Day. And like I alluded to, you know what they you know what they were pointing at. They were poking at they were poking at Mother's they were poking at the religious community, pro-life, pro-lifers. That's what they were poking at. You and I both know that. And it just doesn't surprise me anymore. The, 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 low, the bar just keeps getting lower and lower and lower. So when I read this article here, and you've got nancy pelosi's picture there front and and, and front and posted here i mean he, here here's another great thing right here here's another great part of this article it says right here reporters reporters call for violence against pro-lifers say they can't have peace or safety until they're dead and you have pelosi right here She's packing these people. Let me read this again to you. Reporters and protesters call for violence against pro-lifers. Say they can't have peace or safety until they're dead. And you have Pelosi, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, sitting here saying that these people have righteous anger. And she supports she supports their righteous anger. In whichever way they choose to point it, she backs them. Pelosi's comments come two days before the Senate is set to take a protocol vote, which is going to be on Wednesday, on a bill that would codify abortion protections at a federal level. This would be superseding any state law on the matter. But I'm going to tell you right now, folks, with a 50-50 Senate, Democrats don't have the votes to break a filibuster. It's not going to happen. So why do this? Because again, Chuck Schumer already alluded to this. He thinks that this is going to be a power play for November. <clears throat> he thinks that getting Republicans, independents, whoever, on the record saying that they're, they're against abortion, he thinks, by, he, he thinks that that's going to score points with him. That's not what it's going to do for the Democratic Party. That's not even their goal. That's what they're telling everybody, and that's what the left-wing media is telling everybody. But that's not. Pelosi has let the cat out of the bag with the article that I was just reading. which her righteous army, setting and protesting at people's houses and becoming violent. Destructive. This is what this vote is going to do. It's to get the names of individuals who don't support abortion. And then they can filter that out to the drive-by media. And where do you think the next news story is going to come out about? It's going to be how protesters are at the senator's house. It's going to be at every one of their doorsteps and their families' faces. And it's not going to be. It's not going to be your freedom of friendly protest. No, it's going to be violent. They want something to happen. That's what they're alluding to. That's what this vote is about. It's to get the names on records to throw it out there to these individuals, these righteous, angry protesters. So that it ends up at the senator's doorsteps. Because that's what they're hoping for they are hoping they can sit there and say we don't want vi-. bull crap that's a bunch of bullshit and they know it they want the violence they want to scare people this is all a tactic you thought your freedoms were under attack just here in the american public domain well folks, the same thing is happening to individual senators on Capitol Hill. Doesn't matter if you're a D or an R or an Independent. You have people that's in there and they're targeting. And this is what this vote Wednesday is gonna be. They know it's not gonna pass. They know they're not even they don't even have the support in their own party. It's to get the names of the individuals to get them out there so that the attacks can happen. The assault, the violence. And I'll put any amount of money on that. Now, I am 26 minutes into the show here, the second part of the show. I have to take my last commercial timeout for my think local first businesses so stay tuned when I come back we're going to wrap up the show and I've got some more doozies of news articles so stay tuned I will be right back in today's juggle between family and work it's hard to get out of the same old routine and into something new When you do have time for an adventure or for a vacation, you want to find something that's new and magical for you and the family. May I suggest the Ohio Railway Museum in Worthington? Founded in 1948, the Ohio Railway Museum is one of the oldest railroad museums in America. The museum is designed to educate through a historical exploration of century-old rail evolution. Ohio Railway in Worthington offers a glimpse of railroading past through their exhibits, like static equipment displays of electric traction and steam. They also offer rides with both of their streetcars and Pullman passenger cars, for the kids for example. So come take your family on a visit through a historical journey of locomotion. The Ohio Railway Museum is located at 990 Uh, Proprietors Road in Worthington, Ohio. Open Sundays for the 2021 season from noon to 4 p.m. through the end of December, weather permitting. Regular pricing for adults is $9, children $7. Senior citizens and people with military personnel badges and IDs is $8. And as always, children under the age of three are free. You can ride as many times as you'd like on the ticket date as well. For more information, visit their website at www.OhioRailwayMuseum.org or you can go to Facebook or contact the museum directly at 614-885-7345 for more details for their seasonal events. And remember folks, it's a ride on a train of adventure and education. Don't miss out. When it comes to Mother Nature, anything is possible. And with the unknown possibility comes severe weather. With these severe weather, what usually happens? You get down trees. Once the tree is removed, you've got these stumps just sitting everywhere. They're ungodly and they're just sitting in your yard, folks. Rather in the backyard, the front yard, up against your house. And they're just a sight for sore eyes. You have to mow around them. You have to stare at them through your windows. Your neighbors don't like seeing it. It makes your property values go down. And over time, stumps start to decay, become sinkholes or even become bug-infested. And who wants to have to call an exterminator for an extra cost? But folks, there is an answer to this problem. It's called Neidhart's Stump Removal and Land Clearing Operations. A family-owned and operated business, Neidhart's Stump Removal offers not only stump removal, but forestry, logging, tree-cutting services, demolition, as well as excavation and they're fully insured if something would happen while they're on the job for more information you can contact them at 740-751-5654 or visit their website at www.neinhartstumpremoval.com or send your questions to info at friends when it comes to big costly concrete projects rather for the residential commercial or just for decorative needs you want a company that's reliable and professionally dependable that's why for all of my concrete project needs i contact the people at pennington concrete Pennington Concrete is locally owned and an operated business. They specialize in residential, commercial, and decorative concretes, and they are a five-star rated business. So if you have any concrete projects and need help getting your concrete masterpiece off the ground, put the trowel tools down and call the professionals at Pennington Concrete. You'll save loads of time, money, and headaches. For more information, you can contact Pennington Concrete at 740-396-7620 or check out their Facebook page under Pennington Concrete and tell them that Charles Nash from Political Theater sent you. When you're in need of drain and plumbing services, there's only one place, ladies and gentlemen, for local service that you can actually rely on. That is Dolan Drain and Plumbing Service. Located in Cardington, serving the Morrow County area, Dolan Drain and Plumbing offer quality service and customer satisfaction. With drain cleaning, camera inspections, and a full plumbing service they offer a 24/7 emergency service for you and your family when the unexpected rears its ugly head. Billing is easy and affordable and they offer a 10% off for services with cash payments. So if you are in need of a drain or a plumbing service issue, call Doolin and Plumbing Service, area code 419-560, 6807 and put your drain and plumbing services in their hands. You'll be thankful you did, folks. How many people love sweets? Well, if you're anything like me, folks, you always have that sweet but there's a solution when it comes to your sugar delight needs. Introducing Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery. With over 40 plus years in bakery experience, Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery is your one-stop shop for all your bakery sweets that you're ever going to need folks from delicious sugar cookies decorated to match any special party or party theme occasion. Pies, And amazing cupcakes from garment flavors to traditional and fabulous wedding cakes for that one-in-a-lifetime moment. Sprinkle Lisa Cookies & Cakery is hands-down the professional and dependable business that you need to order from. For more information contact Sprinkle Lisa Cookies & Cakery at 419-709-0918 Or check out their Facebook page for more details and special offers. Dad, I want a cookie. Looks like I'm going to be making a late night order to Lisa Sprinkles Cookies and Cakeries, folks. (music) Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Charles Nash, from Political Theatre. You know, I get to do a lot of local ads for small businesses and businesses that are just opening up here in Ohio. And out of all of them that I've done ads for, there's one that really stands out to me just because of the story behind it. And it's so touching. That would be Footprints and Wax. Now they are a fairly new small family business. They are located between Galleon and Mount Gilead, Ohio. They create all natural, hand-poured soy wax melts all-natural chemical-free face body hand feet and lip scrubs chemical-free products that help eliminate many dangerous toxins from entering the home and our bodies they also create hand-painted beautiful wooden ornaments for any occasion the perfect gift for loved ones And with the holidays just around the corner, who could pass up on their wide variety of gift baskets they have to offer? Pricing is reasonable and affordable. They provide a professional and speedy process while also trying to maintain the highest quality of products for their customers. Working hours are Monday through Sunday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. For more information, you can find them on Facebook instagram or on their web page at www.footprintsinwax.com, or you can call the owner missy boggs area code 419-569-1222 for further questions and tell them that charles nash from political theater sent you thanks folks To fool the world. You lost your esteem along the way. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, going into the last part of the show here. I've got Seether with Fake It. A very good song if you if you like rock. He's been around for a while, very good artist and musician. So that was Seether with Fake It. Now, getting in to the last couple of articles here and with the show. The last one that I wanted to do here, I didn't make it in time before we we had to go to commercial timeout. Here, I had an article here. It's um, it's the last bit that I'm going to talk about with the whole uh, extreme attacks on uh, the abortion is- rights issue in Roe versus Wade. You have uh, an article here. This was over on Reuters and Fox News. Uh, it was published on. Uh, Actually, today, on the 9th of Monday. Uh, Article title here is, Wisconsin Pro-Life Group Wants Stronger Leadership From White House to Hunt Down Thugs Behind Attack. It says, The leader of a Wisconsin pro-life group allegedly targeted in an arson attack on Mother's Day says stronger leadership is needed from the White House to protect outside Supreme Court justices' homes at risk for threats of violence since the leak of the opinion came forward. Now, this group had an office building in Wisconsin. It was attacked on Mother's Day, ransacked. They don't really know what group Of thugs was behind it but the building was destroyed there was many spray-painted inappropriate uh, markings on the building inside and out on the walls graffiti um, attempting to bully people this is what i'm talking about folks this is what i was talking about with these angry righteous protesters that nancy pelosi and members of the Democratic Party are pushing. They're not protesters. And someone is going to get rather hurt or killed. It's the same issue that went on with the Black Lives Matter attacks on public. Public areas, cities, police headquarters, police themselves, people out on the street. It's the exact same thing. I I, I, I I, basically equate them to Antifa. That's what they are. They are a group out there targeting individuals and the Democratic Party is giving them the okay to do it. Well, they went through like i said and they they destroyed these offices this building pro-life building they put a big big graffiti mark up on one of the walls it says uh no peace for any of you i mean just outrageous attacks on buildings and people and it's it's gonna get worse it's gonna amp up But it was an article here I, I wanted to bring up because again, it's I'm trying to I'm trying to constrain to, constrain to everybody what is going on, so that you have a better picture than what is just being brung by the drive by media. But what they're doing is they're paying themselves into a corner because they're <laughs> they're illustrating themselves exactly with what they are. They are all for the arson and attack. The attack on life. Again, someone is going to get hurt. I, I'm telling you, that's the next thing that's going to happen. Someone's going to get shot, killed, stabbed, ran over by a car. It's going to happen, I'm telling you. And I, if it was me... You know who I would be pushing when it happens? I would be looking right at the individuals in Congress and the Democratic Party. And I would say, okay, you push this agenda, these attacks, the violence, now we're holding you responsible. And I would go after them lawfully. Now the last two articles that I have here that I want to share today, completely different subject, but I wanted to I wanted to talk about them. the The next one here comes. It's a Fox News article. It's about the um, the definitions and school books and educational books that was pulled after it was brought to media attention in Florida. Well, there's a good article that came out here yesterday on on Mother's Day. It says, um, medical textbook strips gender dysphoria definition after being cited by Florida. It says, the world's best-selling medical textbook removed the definition of gender dysphoria from its website after Florida Department of Health cited it in a recent guidance advising against gender transitions. for for children and adolescents, according to an email obtained from Fox News Digital. This is the email from Melissa Adams, who is Merck Manual's Director of Marketing and Brand Awareness, also asked uh, the Florida Department of Health to adjust their guidance based on an update in the manual which was first published back in 1899 and remains the oldest continuously published medical textbook in the English language. So you have it. Governor Ron DeSantis, his fight against the transgender sex uh, agoraphobia going on in the schools, the attack on women's sports, you name it, he is—he's going after all of these um, educational books that are basically eroding our education system. Well, he's going after it out there in Florida, just like he's going after Disney and all these other big companies out there. That's well—that's what they're doing. They're—they're—they're they're, they're killing our children and our youth. They're mentally poisoning them. So I wanted to bring this article up because that is a big win again for governor Ron DeSantis and the Republican party out there. Again, they're, they're trying to clean up the smut and the, the, the sexual education of, well, it's not even education. It's, it's, it's confusing kids is what it's doing. Our young generations, And what it's going to do is you're going to have boys and girls, one, not knowing what a man and a female is, the difference between both sex, and you're going to confuse kids with them making them think that they're another sex when they're not. And that's what it's going to end up doing. You know, I read a a statistic here the other day from, it was a medical, um, it was a medical journal, that was dated to last year and it was talking about this uh, whole thing with gender dysphoria about people thinking let's say it's a male thinking that they're actually a female trapped in a male's body they go out and get a sex change well there was this in this article they were talking about doctors are now not performing sex changes anymore because what's happening is you're having men and women come back who's had these sex changes and they're like, well, we weren't properly told, you know, what we were going to be stuck with. And we're, we're not we're not happy with the decision that we made. Well, a little too late. And this is exactly what's going to end up happening. And this is what Ron DeSantis and the Republican Party out there in Florida is trying to stop and trying to get removed out of of educational books. So that is a big win on their part. Now the last article that I wanted to share comes from a, a website called CNET. It's about automobiles. And you can find it. It's a CNET, it's your guide to a better future. I wanted to share this with everybody because everyone knows the whole issue that I have with climate change, or, I, or as I like to call it, the lie in climate change. Now, right now, the Biden administration and the Democratic Party is pushing the Green New Deal. They want to have electric cars out there for everyone, even though no one can afford them. I had an interesting article here from CNET. Title is The Real Costs of Electric Car Ownership. It's a great read. It's dated. It was dated on Saturday, May the 7th of of 2022. So this is a new, relatively new article. It gives a breakdown. I'm I'm not going to go through everything. It gives a breakdown of the estimated cost for driving an electric vehicle compared to the cost of driving a conventional car. Now, even though they say there's significant savings in electric cars, and they give great examples, they talk about the cost of a new car versus a a conventional new car. And folks, I don't know how anyone could ever afford an electric car. It's anywhere between double and triple of what a cost for a conventional car would be. They also talk about in this article, the same thing that I have told everyone for the longest time. They talk about the cost for upkeeping an electric car. While it's cheaper and saves you yearly on energy costs, because you're not having to put out for gas. It turns around and eats you in the cost for its maintenance. Because to keep it up and running, disposing of certain parts, the costs outweigh the savings. And in some cases in this article, they talk about how actually you might break even in the long run. But not by much. They go through and they give the pros and the cons. This was a very good... um, article the one thing in the article that I found very interesting and I, I wish people would look this these the this topic up about electric cars is the steep uh, decline in what the car is worth its depreciation value electric cars depreciate even faster and and what they're worth after you buy them than than, than conventional cars. I mean, it It was, this was a good breakdown in this article. They compared all different types of models of vehicles, electric vehicles. They talked about the battery replacements, which I've talked about. Did you know the modern estimate in this article, 10 thousand dollars they said is a fair estimate for a battery replacement for these electric cars for these EVs that's what it costs and part of that doesn't even give you the cost of how to get rid of the battery which I've sprung up before is an environmental problem in itself at the end of this article they talk about how buying electricity isn't simple and depending on your state an electric car may actually cost you more than a a traditional gas or diesel vehicle They give the breakdowns. And then I came across an article here a little bit ago. This was on Reuters. It's been featured on Politico as well. And Newsmax. Talking about that over 48% of areas here in the United States that do have stations for charging electric vehicles, they're non-functional. They tout these electric stations, charging stations for these states where you can go plug in your car and they're non-functional. They don't even work. I just, I wanted to bring this up because again, we hear about the fight with climate change, the Green New Deal, how it's so much better. But yet, you can go to a website here like CRT your, your better guide to a future. And they bring the whole breakdown here of electric cars. Anything you want to know, cost-wise, what it takes to, to run them, dispose of parts, replacement costs against traditional vehicles, they give the breakdown here. And you'll be very, very surprised. That is it for tonight's show. Again, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening. Uh, again, I couldn't do this show without you, my listening audience. I would like to thank all of my sponsors, all of my Think Local First businesses. And as always, I tell everyone, if you would like to have free advertising for your business on my show, you all you got to do is send me your information. Again, there's three ways to do this. You can contact me, rather, through email. Contact me at politicaltheater114 at gmail.com. Or you can call me, telephone number 740-802-7936. Or you can even go into Facebook, look up Charles Nash. You'll see the big political theater poster of me on there. It's red, white, and blue. It's got my face on there. It says political theater with me, Charles Nash. Looks like something out of the Ronald Reagan presidential uh, era, with with the little presidential posters everywhere. That's what it kind of looks like. That's the theme I wanted to get. But you can go on my Facebook page, drop me some information, or send me a message. Any one of those three ways, folks, is fine. Uh, Again, thanks everyone for listening. I will be back here towards the end of the week for another great show. So again, thanks for tuning in and I will see everybody here at the end of the week. Good night, folks.